Is it clown time? It's always clown time because I am a sexy little clown girl. Welcome to Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Best intro. Game of Thrones is gonna be uh, one of his <laughs> one of the worst shows on television on purpose. Welcome to advertising. <laughs> um, all right, why don't why don't we uh, let me open up the central tenants here? Yeah, welcome welcome everyone to I can fix that the show where we take a thing and we make it better and also gayer. I'm I am Red. I'm joined by my co-host. I'm Haley Rose. I'm the co-host. Red, you did say something there. Uh, it was a bit redundant. Uh, you said better and gayer, and we uh, both imply the other. I-, I know that it's redundant. the The thing is that um, I want I want the audience to understand that if they don't find that redundant, then this show isn't for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. If they take a problem with the gayer thing, so you know, so I, what, I need to be very. I gotta lay the cards on the table right away. You know. Yes, cards on the table. This show is uh of of a gay persuasion, and um, what we're trying to persuade is that you enjoy gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we're doing that by fixing all of the media. That you know and love by making yeah. it better and gayer and better. And that's the and same thing three better, times again. And gayer and better. Those are all the same words. Anyway, we're joined by we're joined by a guest today. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dana. Hi Dana. Um, what do you do? What do I do? Oh, I'm a I'm a game developer. I'm a writer sometimes. Um I read Ooh. a lot of books. I don't watch a lot of TV, so this whole Game of Thrones thing is a little bit of a mystery to me, but I'm looking forward to this apparently clown thing. Clowns are, clowns are definitely a thing, so I'm sure that, uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, you, okay, yep, mm-hmm. See, okay. this episode's going to be interesting, because we have a big fan of Game of Thrones in the form of Haley. Mm-hmm, we got mm-hmm. a casual Game of Thrones watcher in the form of Dana, and then you got me, who doesn't know shit about Game of Thrones, apart from the fact that there is a man named Jon Snow, there is a dragon lady, and there is a pizza on the roof. No, wait, that's Breaking Bad. That's Breaking Bad. Um, okay. Although an argument can be made that the Red Keep <laughs> might have a pizza on the roof. You but can't that's prove that it doesn't have a pizza on the roof. 
because yes, the the, <laughs> the clearest shots of the roof we get are when it's on fire. So the pizza would have been burned. So we yeah. would not be able to. You tell. can't see. You can't see the if there's a pizza on the roof or not. Um, there are going to be spoilers for the show. So if you are still planning on watching Game of Thrones after the big kerfuffle that happened at the end of it, um, I. I would recommend seeing it. I think it's a very well-made show. Um, major content warning going into that for all kinds of chicanery and, and badness. Pretty much but every kind of th bad, not great yeah, thing. Yeah, all the content warnings that you can Just conceive of. Just every single one. Um, that's probably the best mindset to go into it um, with. So that's that but also spoiler warnings in this show because we are going to talk about major plot things probably in order to better uh better fix the better call fix the show Saul man uh and that's what we do here so <laughs> I if we're going around talking about our feelings about the show right now I am a fan of the show I think I I one of the like six people who thought the ending was like pretty all right um, I thought it was kind of cool. It did some really interesting things. Um, and it right was... there is where 50% of our listeners are just <laughs> yeah, right I, out the door. Out the door. Um, I thought it was all right. I, I don't tend, I tend not to get too wrapped up in like, you know, being disappointed by like narrative things. And I get disappointed by like structural things of like, you made you reduced a character into a trope mm -hmm. or like you mm. just pulled some kind of plot point out of thin mm -hmm. air but i think that game of thrones had an idea and it did it and that's really the end of that story and you know everybody who didn't want them to do that that's your opinion and that's fine and you're valid and you're valid for feeling disappointed by the show i i thought it was all right i i enjoyed i enjoyed my time we don't reaffirm yeah. popular opinions here. We just make things gay. That's pretty much what we do. And now the thing is, Game of Thrones was kind of gay. Um, a little bit. But, but that's the problem. It was only kind of gay. And it could have been so much gayer. Was it and... like like Sherlock where they purposely gay baited? Or was it just like... like oh, no, there like, were gay characters. Like that yeah. fucking... That fucking... That one movie that everyone says is super gay. Um... Birds of Prey. <laughs> no, it's like an old like pilot movie. I I want to say Con Air, but oh, I know Top for Gun. a fact it's Top Gun. Oh, Top Gun. There we go. Top Gun is incredibly Oops. gay, and that's just some people say it's subtext. I say it's text because there is a scene where they play greased up shirtless volleyball on the beach, set to the song "Playing with the Boys," uh, which is very. It's, you raise you a good can't, point. You can't be gayer than that. That does sound pretty gay. I haven't seen Top Gun yet, but that does sound very gay. Yeah. So I do think that there should be a scene where Jon Snow and the other the other wildlings play greased up uh, volleyball in the snow set to the tune of playing with the boys. I think that would be pretty fun. I'm, I'm into but, it. I'm into it. Um, Sounds but good. Yeah. So, so I'm that, going that's, to... That's my feelings, yeah. I'm... Or, uh, yeah, Dana, go ahead and what's your feelings oh, yeah. on Game of Thrones? Well, like in the books, I appreciate like that there was even any of that at all. Like mm -hmm. you had like Lawrence, Lawrence, whatever, but mm -hmm. they killed all their gays, I think. They there were no gays that survived. Gays. Yeah, every single one got buried. And I'm like, you could do a lot better than that. 
on top like as and, and yeah I, like i am fond of the books i i didn't super like the show but i know that's a pretty mainstream boring opinion and i i won't i don't really need to gripe either because there's a lot of good stuff still and i can see where they were coming from and what they were going for and i can kind of understand mm-hmm. the plot thread and there's a value in trying to surprise people with something unexpected or whatever like yeah I have some, yeah, I mean, I like plots. I like character development. I like it when the character development keeps going. It doesn't just kind of get turned around or whatever. And mm-hmm. it felt like that happened a couple times. So I am a little bit miffed about the book or about the show. But yeah. I'm not going to, who knows? I mean, I, who knows what the books are going to be anyway, because they're not even done yet. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> the big, the big thing about Game of, the big, like, my biggest gripe with Game of Thrones is Jon Snow and the fact that he's always a good boy and he's always been a good boy and everyone's mean to him. And his yeah. biggest character growth moment was, I'm not going to have a sex. I'm going to do a kill instead. And that was his biggest <laughs> moment of growth was, I'm going to do a kill instead of a sex. When every other time he did a sex instead of a kill. I'm <laughs> very happy that I have just absolutely zero context for any of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah. Listen, that's not a cartoon. I only watch cartoons. The only show that I don't... That I watch that isn't a cartoon is Drake and Josh. Well, with the amount of animation that they put in the effects budget of Game of Thrones, an argument can be made that it is a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. That's That's debatable. There's a lot of 3D animated animated zombies and dragons and so on. Even giant wolves. The giant wolves were also, CGI. The, the wolves were tight, too. I'm also too. just they not were. a fan, in general, of the gritty, ooh, we're dark fantasy. Everyone's yeah. fucking each other. There's incest everywhere. Oh, and look blood. at all the blood and the poop. They always, actually, no, they always forget about the poop. No, like they don't the, forget about the poop in this one. The poop is a, is a key component of King's Landing. <laughs> okay, so they so so I guess credit to Game of Thrones. They don't forget about the poop. How people just dump that shit right that right out of their windows into the street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was a actually. I think at one point somebody gets poop thrown at them. Oh. Which is yeah. pretty fun. So. But yeah, no, I'm just not a fan of it because it's like. I mean, I guess that's what things were like when in the back in the olden times of which this is based. But it's a goddamn, this is a world of your creation. It's a fantasy world. It can be anything you want it to be. Why is it, it full of incest and dead gays? You want right? Well, that was that was always my thing. Whenever I got into an argument with a a like an errant fan of the 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 show. And they would be like, this is unrealistic. You know, in back then in real life, there would be blah, blah, blah. And be like, back then in real life, there wasn't dragons, dog. <laughs> back then in real life, there weren't no zombie, dog. What the oh, fuck are you dogs. talking about? <laughs> what do you mean back then? What? <laughs> maybe they're, this maybe didn't they're, happen. <laughs> maybe they're from like another dimension. Maybe. And that's just when they realized it. They were like, oh, fuck. Oh no, this is wrong. These three I have to tell people my history. <laughs> and that's the origin story of George R. R. Martin. It all makes sense now. <laughs> wow. I can't well, die until thank I you. tell my giant so, epic now, detailing um, the history of this other world that really existed. Before we dive too deep into this, we should uh, gather gather around everyone. Gather around okay, children scooting, for gather. Autor Assembly. Okay, Ooh, that's right. This is this is uh, a very fun bit that we do every episode. So, um, 
it, Auteur Assembly basically is a part of the show where we come up with a name of the the of the author of the new property that we build out of the original property. So this is going to be a name that you can credit uh, all of the fan art or you know any you know fan fictions or anything mm -hmm. that you want that is based off of our new and improved ideas uh, yeah. for. Um... <laughs> Don't credit us. Credit the auteur. Yes. Um, uh, and so like. For instance, when we did Harry Potter, it was uh, what was it, H R R Toblerone? <laughs> yeah, it was it was something Toblerone. Yeah, but the Toblerone was but the like, acronym, and the N W Toblerone. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and N W was spelled phonetically, and Toblerone was an acronym. Yes, um, and so I feel like following that a similar naming convention here would be good. Um, I agree. But uh, we, because we, of hmm. fantasy. Sorry. Can we, can we somehow work more R's into the name G-R-R-M? George R.R. Martin? George R.R. Martin. Can we work Rorge, more R's into the name? Rorge? Rorge. Rorge is more. What if, what if it's Rorge R-R-R Rartin? <laughs> Wait, what if it's Rick Reardon? <laughs> Rick R.R. Reardon? <laughs> no, way, Rick Reardon. Oh right. my god. So we know Just it's a different Just make it a, guy. Real, a good author that likes gays. Grick Reardon. Grick. Grick. R. R. Reardon. Grick R. R. Reardon. Oh my god. Grick R. R. Reardon. It's actually just a record scratch at the end. It's like, Rick. Yeah. Rick. Rick. There we go. Okay. So that, that for those who are looking, it is spelled G-R-I-C-K-R-R-R-I-O-R-I-R-I-R-I-R-I-R-I-D-I-N. I don't know how to spell things. Don't ask me. Rick. R-R. Grick R-R. Good. And you can All put right. as many rears in there as you want. We, I'll, we'll leave it up to artistic interpretation. It's, yeah, it's all about like, the performance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> that was the fastest outdoor assembly we've had in a minute. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm into I'm it. I'm proud of um, what we did. I'm proud of what we've done here. Now, mm -hmm. uh, we have some rules here mm -hmm. at uh, I Can Fix That. One. You have to use what's already there. You can't come up with some brand new character out of whole cloth. Um, mm -hmm. No new characters, use... no new locations. Yeah, basically the way we've described it is you have a Lego set, and so you have all the pieces of the Legos, but you you can build whatever you want out of those pieces, but mm -hmm. it, you have to use the pieces that are there. You can't grab new ones. However, um, we... There is a caveat, though, of if it was something in the concept stage, or in this case, if it was something that was maybe in the books but not in the show, yeah. we'll allow it. Yes. Um, it has to be in the kind of canon of mm -hmm. the property. Uh, mm -hmm. It has to be for the same audience. So in this case, I guess, like... Fuckboys? Uh, aggravated fuckboys and stuff. And also, aggravated fuckboys anything... and, like, book nerds. The problem is that the aggravated fuckboys aren't going to like it as soon as we put the gays in. Right. That's the thing. 
So then it's going to just be for... Just horny fantasy people. Horny just, fantasy people. Just for just in general. Horny, the kind of, horny, the kind of horny boys. And girls and and be friends. I think we gotta let let them in here too. It's the oh, kind yeah, of people no, I'm, who I'm would using, go. It's it's B O I, not B O Y. So B-O-I. oh, the royal boy. Got yeah, it. The royal, the royal boy. Um, it Can is. Can that be the name of the show now? <laughs> That's what it is now. Game of Thrones is now called the Royal Boys. Um, but no, this is the 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 target audience is the crowd. At a big, super big convention like Dragon Con or Comic Con or whatever, and it's the crowd who hangs out in the basement level of the furthest away hotel that's part of the convention in the like sort of book club or the fiction folk like mm-hmm. crowd where they play folk songs about fictional properties. That's where mm-hmm. I hang out. So this is for me. And does <laughs> okay. that one dude at the Renaissance Fair? Who's yeah. always just fucking killing it on a hurdy gurdy? Oh yeah, been absolutely. To a Ren like, fair, but I feel like that's something that would exist at one. Absolutely, and it's th- what the show was originally for is the people who dress up like, uh, like, uh, the wrong time period at the Ren fair. You know what I mean? Like they dress up like a. Mm-hmm. Like a like a Victorian era person at the Ren fair, and you're like, come on, bud, it's in the name. <laughs> Like Steampunk I, I time travel that, at the Ren Fair. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that Game of Thrones is supposed to be fantasy for people who don't like fantasy. Fuck that. It's for. It's now fantasy. It's fantasy for, yeah. for fantasy people only. Listen, we're not gonna. We're not gonna act like we're smarter than everyone else. Fuck that. No. We're just gonna make a goddamn show. Hell yeah. Um, it has to have the same general premise and genre. So mm-hmm. fantasy, got that done. Check. Mm-hmm. Check. Check. Uh, find a way to make it gay. It's already mm-hmm. gay, but we have to make them stay alive. Yes, keep the gays alive. Keep the and gays alive. I mean, alive. I wouldn't be opposed to more gays. That more too, gays. I, I got some ideas. Yeah. More. Well, gays the other thing is, if we have more live. gays, we can afford to kill gays. That's true. Mm. If we, as long as we have a couple of gays that stay alive, we can have a couple that die. Yes, we need we need an even number of we need an we need to reach an equilibrium of gay. Mm-hmm. Gays left alive and succeeding to gays who are killed by the wayside mm-hmm. for drama. Because if there's enough gay show. people, yeah. one of them's gonna get killed. Let's say, let's just take all those characters, half of them gay, then you won't know who dies and who doesn't. Exactly. Just half of all the. The problem is most people in the show die, so yeah, we have to show. make sure that well, most yeah, of so... the people who die are straight. <laughs> So basically, we're going to invert the trope, and we're going to kill all the straight people, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, let's actually, yes. yeah, that's that's a better idea. Let's just kill all the straight characters and make all the gay characters live. Just completely fuck up the entire timeline of the show. Yes, <laughs> and then the ending of the show is just all the gay characters being like, well, shit, I guess all the straight people are dead. And then, like, a hundred years of peace and serenity reigns over the land. <laughs> Finally, we've gotten we rid go. of all the straight people. Amazing. The, the gay right. agenda finally revealed. And so, finally. Um, now, what, I what do did... need to... I do yes. need to know, because I don't know shit about Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yes. What is this show, like, about? Okay. Uh, I could try to sum it up, because, I, I, like, at least from the book perspective, 
Just okay, to, yeah, like, you go. Okay, it was like real quick. So, okay, there's a there's a big kingdom, and it broke mm-hmm. apart at one point, and then it got mm-hmm. kind of it kind of had this, it was like an old empire, and it broke apart. Now there's a bunch mm-hmm. of little kingdoms, and they're kind of a a, a peace between them all. And mm-hmm. then some bad stuff happens. It's mostly incest related because it's every problem in this book traces back to incest. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even the White Walkers, it's crazy. But okay, so bad stuff happens. Then there's some tension, and then there's a big war that happens, and all the different kingdoms are fighting each other, and then the people who live up north. Um, all their kids are like going on different adventures because they get scattered because the the head of the household dies or whatever and mm-hmm. all this nonsense and then yeah there's dragons at one point there's like different continents and then there's magic that happens and I don't really know how to sum it up actually I realized there's big dogs the, there's dragons yeah, the, the long and short of it is um, there <laughs> w- there's this land called Westeros that's where it takes mm-hmm. place um, I forgot that part. That's good. Yes. It's called <laughs> Westeros. Um, it's broken into many different kingdoms. Think like Avatar kind of mm-hmm. rules. And everyone is like led by a single household. And the single household is in charge of that territory. They're like the the, the, the lords errant of that uh, of that kingdom or of that small like territory. And all of the territories are under the one Westerosi king, which is sat in King's Landing. That's the capital. And so they're like states essentially mm-hmm. under one monarchy. And so all of the lords are are like loyal to the king and the king rules rules over everyone there. And for centuries the Targaryen family was the big bad like they're the kings. They were the, the, the leaders people. of the whole world. Mm-hmm. according to them and then one day uh mm-hmm. the there was like this princess that was promised to the king and then you know they were promised to one person but then she fell in love with a targaryen and then uh they ran away together and everybody thought that the targaryen like kidnapped her and killed her but really like she was in love and this is like a whole major plot spoiler later and then so yeah, the guy who was in love with her that was promised to be married to her thinks that the Targaryen stole his fucking wife to be and mm-hmm. killed her. And so then he starts a war, a rebellion, uh, mm-hmm. Robert Baratheon, Robert's Rebellion. And then he goes and kills the king and he takes over the kingdom with the help of uh, of Ed, Ed, uh, Ed, Ed Stark. Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed, 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 Ed Stark. Um, and he, yeah, Sean Bean. And then they go and they take over the kingdom. And now Robert Baratheon is the king of the world. And so he's the new head and his family is now the king of them. But he married this woman named Cersei Lannister. And so the Lannisters are like these really rich people and they're the ones who do all the incest and stuff. And mm-hmm. so then it turns out that the guy, the kids that they have, Robert Baratheon didn't actually give the kids, like, give get Cersei he's not the dad he's not the dad the the kid's uncle is their dad and so they're incest kids and so the oldest one joffrey is this little shitty terrible kid with like he's really angry and really Mm -hmm. spoiled rotten i feel so bad for that actor he's gotta get so much hate (laughs) oh my god yeah and uh so he's a big angry boy everybody hates him and so basically like the the whole show condensed into a single idea is there are all these different families everybody wants their family to be the king of the whole fucking land because mm-hmm. once the the cork popped and the baratheons became the kings then everyone was like well if anybody can be the king then i want to be the king and so then uh 
the king dies. Joffrey gets put on the throne. Everybody hates him. Then the northern the northern people are like, "Fuck this! I hate this! They killed my dad," and they start their own rebellion. And Mm -hmm. then the uh, the 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 Ironborn people they're like Vikings. They live off the coast on these like little rocks, and all they do is like pillage, and that's how they do. And their whole and everybody every Mm -hmm. house has their own like little credo, and they have to Uh, live by that. Uh, and like it's basically the whole show is a super complex web of political and family ties interlinking okay. with one another. So and that's, basically, that's the whole thing. So basically, it's the city at war arc from Ninja Turtles, but with fantasy dragons, zombies, and incest. Yes. Oh, and that's the other thing. So the 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 last surviving Targaryen is uh, a woman named Daenerys, and she uh, was sold to a bunch of like barbarians essentially all over the mm-hmm. sea in Essos um which is like mm-hmm. vaguely not Europe you know <laughs> this it's where all the people of color live and so uh, um yep yep, yep, yep. no there's right. the fantasy we found the all, racism all the, yeah. all, the, all the all the people of color oh, they just they just they're, they're just over there um, yeah, they live over there. Dorn, but Dorn doesn't even count. They never they just, even show up. They just up live the over there. Oh yeah, there's Dorn, and they're 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 like Spain kind of, um, and yeah, and so yeah. they're that's a whole thing. Says, <laughs> yeah, drag, dragon dragon lady. So dragon lady, yeah. So she's mm-hmm. she's the last Targaryen. The, the Targaryens had dragons because they came from a place that like. Uh, called like Valeria, and they they had like big. That was like uh, Atlantis. Haley, like big... would you mind? Would you mind if I if I kind of stop you here? Absolutely, please. I am Basically... absorbing none of this. <laughs> okay, I have to condense this even more. So no, don't. I I think I think best thing is just as we go through it, you can explain it because <laughs> okay. otherwise we are going to be here for ten fucking years. I could explain Homestuck faster than this. Everybody Ouch. wants to be the king. Yes. Daenerys thinks that she deserves to be the queen. Jon Snow is a bastard, and that means he didn't. His parents weren't married when they had him. And Daenerys has dragons. She has three dragons, and her whole thing is she's gonna come back and and take over the kingdom with her dragons. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, everybody else thinks that they deserve to be the king and the queen, and so they're all taking different means of doing it, whether they're marrying in. They're com- like doing wars to take over. Meanwhile, yeah. there's a giant wall at the north it's that separates iceberg. the the icy zone from the the from the regular zone. And beyond that, there are these people called the White Walkers who are able to raise the dead. And they're develop they're they're organizing an army of zombies to come and kill all of the living people in the world on the longest night of the year because or the longest night. Of the seasons, which for some reason last years, yeah, like seasons weird. are not like it, there's not four seasons in a year. It's like summer is like twenty years long. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah, and the big problem is all all the snow zombies. Nobody's paying attention to them because they're all playing their politics. So yes. there's this huge massive snow zombie problem, and then Jon Snow, so the one is character, that, is that yeah. what the is that what mm-hmm. the theme of the series is? Is that Basically. people are are too engulfed in their petty squabbles to deal with the real issue yeah they're kind yeah, of and it's all a metaphor for climate change yeah that's the song of ice and fire yeah it's, okay it's, dragons are the fire ice is the zombies and everybody's paying attention to other bullshit because and they can't get it together yeah so, well and that doesn't that doesn't wrong. really 
work then because climate change isn't just oh we're all too distracted there there are people deliberately making sure that yeah. that climate change isn't being dealt with so that's a bad metaphor right there well well, well they kind of do leverage it because the the zombies yeah. once they kind of know what's going on there it's like oh that'll keep our enemies occupied so we can keep playing politics exactly okay, so, okay. So they it is do it. it is it is definitely a, a pretty a pretty heavy-handed one at that too um but yeah it's uh it's that's pretty much it and then it all everything and then the other thing is everybody dies and yep. everybody's constantly it's yeah honestly I, heard the, about, I heard about that that people that there's that there's always like characters dying which yeah main uh, characters I do. I I I think that's not like a bad thing. It does keep the tension up, but it does make me wonder how much thought they put into each character. Because if they are killing off so many characters, then that means that they gotta stuff in a bunch of characters (laughs) that like that die and that don't die. You know, and stuff they certainly do. (laughs) Oh my gosh, the book has a problem with characters. The show does a better job because there were like. I can't keep track of all these names. There's billions of households I'm supposed to be remembering because there's all these little politic things going on. And there's like all the like, and then in the show, they kind of condensed like maybe five or six characters into one character. And so they absorbed Mm -hmm. a lot of plot lines, which helps. But you're still dealing with this. So I bet that that would also be a nightmare to deal with an adaptation. I mean, especially when the book series is still ongoing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the third and is it the third and fourth or the fourth and fifth? Mm. Either way, there's two books that literally there's so much shit going on and there's so many characters with their own plot lines that two of the books happen concurrently but from <laughs> just as many characters as could fit in one book's perspectives and then the next book is the uh, the rest of the characters the other half of the and cast the, yeah the other half of the cast and it's literally all happening at the exact same time but you couldn't fit all of it into one book so are we thinking less Why characters? Why would they adapt this story <laughs> it's a into very fun a medium story. of TV where you gotta simplify things down so much? Yeah. And simplify they did. So <laughs> this I mean, is why... I'm not even complaining because that's not that's not a good that's a fun like RPG setting. It's yeah. not fun for <laughs> people reading the books to because I mean, then, like, how are you going to be able to keep, like, a consistent, like, theme and shit? Like, I, mm-hmm. I talk to people about this all the fucking time, because, like, it's, it's, I'm not saying that this is what George R. R. Martin is, but I am mm-hmm. saying that it's so common when you meet someone who's really excited about their story for them to have just 50 million characters because they have all these ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you gotta consolidate. You gotta consolidate. You I mean, can't I, split I your resources ge- like that, baby. Yeah, I, I love a geodesic cast when you get tons of people and they all have these nice neat interactions and stuff. And they do tie mm-hmm. them together pretty well. Like, they weave their stories in and out. So that's like, this, this group of characters will kind of split up and then some of them will go to this group and some of the other ones. And so they always have different mixes. Bad. Yeah, they have different mixes of characters and they all play off each other really neat because they're strong characters. They're really well Yeah, and written. I'm not saying that big it, casts but, are inherently a bad idea. I'm saying that you. it's not easy to do yeah oh yeah and that was a huge problem with the show is a lot of people and that's a huge problem with the show and then when people went from the show to the books it became an even bigger problem because there's more characters in the books than there are in the in the the show to the point where george r R. martin had to like release like like companion books 
that were like catalogs of families and their histories and like there's a whole book that's just the Targaryen's family history. I'm very afraid to read these books. I don't think, I, I mean, I didn't think I was going to in the first place, but oh my God. I, I What I did is I just, I got them all on an audiobook. I listened to them at work. Mm-hmm. I, I snuck it up in my hat and I would listen to them at work. And I, I got through them. I didn't, I missed a lot of stuff because it's going real fast, but it was much easier to kind of, you can enjoy the story and not keep track of all the little politics stuff. That's for nerds yeah. who really like that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah. like it's like it's world building is very important. It needs to have a point. <laughs> yeah. Like I so, don't see how the whole family splitting up, city at war dynamic really has anything to do with the fucking climate change because it's not like it's not like yeah. we were all Pangea and then and then we decided to form the four fucking nations. Like we all, all of these cultures came from very different sparse places, and mm-hmm. we, and they have their like claim for land and for politics and shit for their own different reasons. Like yeah, so well, like it, it's a messy, it's a messy theme. It, like it's, I, I, it, <laughs> uh, it's a mess of a show, and it's a mess it of a property, and it's a mess of a story. But the thing I think that George R. R. Martin did really well, and I think we can lean into harder Mm -hmm. to make it better. And it's something that I feel like he was afraid to do because in doing so, he would be admitting that his story is out of control, (laughs) Um, is the, the confusion of like where everybody is at any given point in time is Mm -hmm. kind of part of the plot of like, we don't know. Where in the fucking world? Where the world. fuck are we? Yeah, we don't know where the fuck Arya is. We don't, like, for most of the time. And no one else in the show does either. And so it's kind of this, like, it falls into this sort of liminal space of, like, I don't know where anyone is <laughs> at any given point in time. And I don't know who's trying to do what and i don't know who's trying to who's winning who's succeeding is somebody like are are they accounting for this how did they know this was going to happen how didn't they know this was going to happen and but your did confusion they ever go back and explain that well yeah because or... when it happens right you're like oh oh of course right like why wouldn't everyone who got invited to this place where the guy who's constantly lying about like stuff and constantly backstabbing people suddenly invites you to his house for a big meal and you go there and you're just hanging out and then they kill you all because that's what that guy does why wouldn't you pay attention to that oh it's probably Mm -hmm. because there were like 700 other things going on and so it kind of your confusion is reflected in the characters Mm. and their limitation on being able to handle the massive amount of information of this massive political landscape is part of the thing and so the people who wind up making it to the end are the people who were like clever enough to know what to pay attention to and what not to pay attention to and at the end it's just everybody who was smart enough to be to be able to play the game of thrones you You wanna you wanna know what a fun thing i just realized is Hmm. what this is the exact not the exact but is extremely similar plot to the 
3D Star Wars The Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. Huh. Except I feel like that TV show did its metaphor a lot better. And I mean, it wasn't else. about climate change, but it was about how war isn't just a thing that happens, how, like, people with certain interests want to perpetuate it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... That's definitely the thing that I feel like gets lost in this show is the idea that, like, the people who are doing the wars mm -hmm. are not the people who are fighting the wars. Mm -hmm. And they do not pay attention to the people who are fighting unless it's the people who are doing, the, like, the big important characters are on the ground because look how heroic they are. They're dying with their mm. troops. But, like, there are so many other little battles that, like, we don't mm -hmm. even see they kinda, because they, they do, don't They do play matter. in the story, I mean, I but do they don't remember, show up. Yeah. I do remember have, like, the writers saying that, I, that themes are for book reports. Themes are for eighth grade book reports. That's freaking, yeah. oh, what, uh, David Benioff. I can't believe, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, uh, that was, uh, that was a moment when everybody was like, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. They, they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing we could do if we were writing this show and trying to fix it is actually hire writers who understand the story and actually listen to them instead of those two clowns. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I do want to, obviously those, those people are fucking clowns, but I am wondering how you could possibly adapt a story that's this complicated mm -hmm. sounding yeah i i, feel, I, I think feel i know you. i think i have an idea okay yeah and so the the bulk of the the problem with this story is we are following at any given time like 12 characters yeah and, like, those 12 characters kind of shift and, you know, different people become more important or less important. And they group up together in convenient ways. And that's the change from the book is a lot of times they kind of had two characters like, you know, Varys and and um, uh, Tyrion and, like, Littlefinger and, like, them... Normally they had like three different little stories, but they mm -hmm. just kind of like made them do their stories together <laughs> in like that doesn't the sound same like room. A good idea. Right. And so my concept here is right. It sounds like how they adapted Sword Art Online, except Sword Art Online was was a bad story to begin with. <laughs> oh. My concept here, right, is like ultimately the story is about the Starks. And mm -hmm. it's about Jon Snow, it's about mm -hmm. Rob Stark, it's about Sansa Stark, and it's about mm -hmm. Arya Stark, and it's about the other one. Um, the other and Stark. The, uh, the boy. Baby the little Stark. One. There were two the other little boys. Little baby and, boy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them gets offed pretty early, and then mm -hmm. the other one becomes like a, like a, like a psychic. <laughs> so a, a gets, tree psychic. Yeah, he's a tree psychic bird he, boy. He projects um, into animals, and he can see through trees Bird and boy? Stuff. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, in the so, books, the other kid doesn't actually die. He goes off to a young, an island with like unicorns and wild people and stuff, and he probably like lives like nature boy or something. Yeah, he's like having a good time. So with let's keep dog. that. And so I think what I we like do that. is we have we just focus on those kids. That's it. Yeah. And it's just them kind of coming of age and experiencing the horrors of the world, and this war is happening <laughs> still. And but it's like happening around them. Exactly. And they they interact like with it 
like from that. their perspectives. And it's it's not like we're not aware because Jon Snow will let us know what's happening beyond the wall. That's his plot line. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole White Walkers and the zombies and stuff. Rob Stark will let us know what's going on with like the wars and mm-hmm. the like the politics because he's trying to become the king. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's mm-hmm. one of the, the kings trying to do the thing. And then Sansa we have keep the politics on the other side. So or it's whatever. like about basically it's about and... this family now instead of all of this other mm. shit. Right. And yeah. And then yeah. we have Sansa and she's in King's Landing because she was promised to Joffrey. So she's like the insider. So that's how we get mm. to see what's going on over there. Like the politics and the... side. Yes. And this is kind of what they did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then we started following all this other shit. Yeah. And now this is my big thing right is the other thing is everybody loved Daenerys but that was the most confusing fucking thing I have ever experienced because there's this whole thing happening in Westeros and then also there's everything else that's happening in her storyline in another continent and it's Mm -hmm. all channeled through one person Dragon Lady and her hot boyfriend going on adventures in a completely other continent (laughs) Yeah, I know. That it's sounds wild. like a spinoff series. I know, right? Exactly. That should have been a spinoff, like, prequel. And that way, at the end of Game of Thrones, we get the actual, like, what the fuck moment when this blonde lady on three <laughs> dragons rolls in and she's like, I'm here to fuck up your whole shit. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then I you're put that. in the position of everybody who's there because when we followed Daenerys, her whole story... And then she shows up and everybody's like, what the fuck, dragons? We're like, yeah, dragons. We've seen dragons. We know what dragons are. Mm -hmm. But if we don't know what dragons are, we don't even know they exist in this world. And then Mm -hmm. they just show up. That's some crazy wild bullshit that That would be be so much cooler. I I did. Yeah. Yeah. And so you just follow the Starks the whole time. And it's just Mm -hmm. about the Starks. And you follow Arya. And Arya can go over to to Essos. And maybe she can hear rumors of a Mm -hmm. dragon queen. You know, like... She's like like the spy master or whatever, right? So she can be all up on, like, hearing the rumors and being like... Like, so you get trickles of information on what's coming, but you don't actually ever see this stuff. Like, oh, this dragon yeah. lady just conquered this place, and oh no, all these, all the slavers are dead, and oh look, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, dragons aren't real. And she's like, I don't know, I think dragons might be real. And so then she's <laughs> like, and then the cool thing she can do is if she's like early on, starts mm-hmm. training as a spy, as like a kid, mm-hmm. and then she comes back at like season three as this like spy master and she's able to communicate between all of the other siblings Mm -hmm. as this like go between and then her adventures in between like traveling from place to place that's her kind of storyline is she still adventures right yeah 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 and because everyone else is like stuck in one place and so if she's the sort of like go between and that's how we see the rest of the world that would be really cool. And then she becomes kind of our main character, which is what I always wanted anyway. Yeah, same. Um, and so I think that's how we do it, right? And then the obvious fix is Jon Snow is gay. Uh, yep. Rob, or Rob Stark is straight or maybe mm-hmm. bi. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, – but he has to marry a woman because of, like, heirs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then um, – Arya is a kid for most of it, but maybe we can see her kind of coming of age and realizing that she's a little lesbian. Mm -hmm. Um, Sansa, maybe Sansa is also a lesbian, but she was betrothed to Joffrey. But she likes the the, the one gal who ends up marrying Joffrey later, the one, the flower, what's her face? I forget her name. Yes, I forget her name too. The hot lady. The Tyrells. (laughs) Um, Lauren's the gay one's sister. Yeah, the gay one's Um, sister. Yeah. And yeah, that's... 
I mean, like, more gays, but we can have her kind of be there. And, yeah, she falls in love with the one who's going to marry Joffrey later. <laughs> and then, like, maybe she becomes her, like, hand servant. And then they have some <laughs> kind of saucy affair, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, Who like, knows? there's a lot of options there. And then, like, we can have some ace characters and some gay characters. And some, why not some trans characters? There were huh. trans people in 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 times that were this property was based off of. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, like, trans people have existed for as long as people have existed. Yeah. Even back in the it's days of weird. Westeros in it's history back when there were dragons. People get that. <laughs> Even back in the days of Westeros when all the dragons were still around before mm -hmm. before the dodos killed them all. Tragic and then, that. And then the Dornish people can also show up and be like they you we can still be like, oh, they're 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 sexy and they're Spanish, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> like you can still <laughs> lean into that. But like and, and can we also can we make less of them white? Because yeah, be it great. does yeah. kind of bother me that in this story that's supposedly spanning this huge world mm -hmm. with all these different cultures, they're all white. You had a yeah. cool pirate captain who was black, and he was like he was a fun character, but he never and shows he up in the show at all. Yeah, yeah, and like um, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I. I I think we can definitely make Jon Snow black mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he's he's half like northern like we know that the Starks are are white and mm -hmm. like cuz they're like from the north north part of the north north mm -hmm. but like maybe they're not maybe they look maybe they're more like I mean isn't Jon Snow a bastard though He is a, <laughs> well yes he is a bastard but he's I mean a weird like bastard cuz he's like because he's not a bastard, yeah. technically. He's technically the, the heir to the throne, like, and yeah. Oh, was it? Was it? Was, and then, was, did they do the old bastard bait and switch? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the old bastard 100%. bait and switch. Now, here's another thing. Why do the Targaryens have to be white? Yeah, because they come the from Essos, and yeah, and that's yeah, where yeah. all the people of color live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like in the islands, and like in the in the where it's all tropical and stuff. Yeah. It why makes can't sense. they be? Why can't they be like just these fucking gorgeous? black people that are just like they and then they conquer she, westeros and then they rule over all the white people and then that's this extra added layer of tension of like the the racist white people are like why do we have to listen to them you mm -hmm. know they're crazy mm -hmm. you know and then when daenerys rides back in just i want you to picture just this like amazonian like woman of color riding on the back of three dragons, just laying waste to all these stupid, dirty white people. It's really just... impressive she can ride three dragons at the same time too. It's I'm, so I'm, metal. I, I'm. <laughs> I wish you didn't say Amazonian because I'm already really fucking gay for girl with dragon. Yeah. Tossing and that now she's on tall and it. strong. Like you're gonna kill me, man! I'm already, I'm already gay. Stop. Can can, <laughs> can we keep Brian in? Cause she's also she's oh, also yeah. the best. Every, everybody needs tall, powerful night girlfriend. She is big lesbian, if not yes. trans man. Oh yeah, I'm down for that too. Yeah. Heck I think yeah. I think trans that man totally or maybe even Brian's just like story. mask envy mm -hmm. kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally um, that would be for really that. cool. Cause that was kind of part of of the story arc anyway. Yeah, because yeah. she wanted to be she wanted to be treated like a man, to be mm -hmm. a knight, to be respected. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. I could totally wow. see that being a good story. There we go. We got our we got our we got our character. There we go. Okay, main cast and she's right. to stay in the main cast too. So, Brian yes, has absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think maybe instead of having, and then maybe instead of having Arya wind up following the Hound and stuff, you know, because mm. the Hound is kind of like terrible. Um, 
I, I like him, but I, I feel you. I mean, I just, I don't want her to look up to him. Yeah. I wish, I wish, maybe she does run with the hound for a little bit, but then, well, like. Well, the thing is, Haley, the hound doesn't have to be a boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> there we go. Listen, oh, my God. You can never have enough. I, I at least know what the hound's deal is. I remember hearing about that. And let me tell you, you can never have enough strong girls. It's true. And especially the whole then, scarring and disfiguring thing. And like that oh, kind of adds yeah. a different dimension to the character than in a, in a place that values like physical beauty or whatever. And there's a very particular mm-hmm. gender role mm-hmm. that people have to fill. And, if, and, the and hound, then, if the hound was a woman and she got scarred by her, her asshole brother when they were kids... And then she has to she has to like fit into this role. She feels pressured into this role or whatever because she had like she's no good she, by society's standards or whatever. Right, and so she has to be strong and violent and like you know and and <laughs> and and brutish because she no longer feels valuable as a woman because her value was tied to her looks and she mm-hmm. doesn't have those anymore. And that was kind of close to the story anyway, like learning how to be more than the more than a killer or whatever. So that kind of works Whoa. really well. Like going back into that whole aspect too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arya's Arya's mentor, go on adventures, uh help each other yes. grow as people. And then why can't Brienne be a part of that? Why Hell can't yeah. they all three of them be friends? <laughs> and that's how they roll together. And Arya's like a kid and they keep underestimating her, but she's like really fucking brutal. And then mm-hmm. Brienne, who like wants to be taken seriously as mm-hmm. this like male, like mm-hmm. masculine soldier and the hound who wishes that she could be mm-hmm. like the feminine lady that she was supposed to be, but she has to be this soldier. Hell are both looking yes. at Arya, who's this like, beautiful little girl but like so strong and Uh so violent and so Mm -hmm. torn up by the the way the world has treated her Mm -hmm. and it's this internal tension that they're seeing of watching basically themselves go down the path that they're on and they're constantly trying to like help her move Mm -hmm. towards something different something greater and and and, but then they're also realizing that she has to choose for herself and then they have this like weird parent relationship with one another but they don't have any like attraction towards each other so we don't mm-hmm. have to force them into some sort of nonsensical sexual relationship for no, no absolutely reason absolutely not oh this is cool i found like that family found family between brian found the family. hound and aria yes found family found family brienne the hound and aria found family strong lady town usa and strong <laughs> Trans boy, mm-hmm. Westeros say, holy Found cat, family. holy Found cow. Family. So this is That's the really only good. characters now. We're gonna get rid of the rest of them. Yeah, yeah this the is it. Fuck everyone else. The trash. Um, no, but I want mm-hmm. Jon Snow to oh, have. No, I, I want Jon Snow and Peter Sam Dinklage to love can be there, but oh, he's Sam. not playing anyone. It's just Peter Dinklage. He's playing himself. And he's oh yeah, no. In one episode, and he's like, "Where the fuck am I?" And that's no, I want Peter Dinklage and Sansa. <laughs> I want Peter Dinklage and Sansa to become friends, and yeah. they like kind of. Tyrion is constantly belittled for being a short person, and Sansa is constantly being belittled for, you know, her her heritage is like a northern person and sort of a poorer family, and then also. The fact that like these rumors that she's she's has feelings towards women get out and she starts getting like slut shamed or all of these things. Mm -hmm. And and Tyrion recognizes that 
they have a commonality in the way that they're seen by society and they become just mm. friends. Like it's not a sex thing at all. It's not like he's trying to take advantage of her. They get mm. married or anything, or maybe they are. Cause that was a big plot point is that Sansa winds up getting forced to marry Tyrion. Yeah. But it's like and... a marriage of, con- they don't ever. Yeah. They're just like, we have to get married for political reasons, but yeah, I forget what happens and... there. I forget, but um, he doesn't do anything to her because he's a stand up gentleman. Oh, no, and course. And then uh, she's kind of wigged out by him and understandably so because she was forced to marry him by a family that killed her father. So he's her beard in this adaptation. Yeah, he's her beard in this adaptation and she's kind of his legitimacy and they kind of work for one another and help each other. And maybe they start like scheming together Mm -hmm. to like undermine the rest of his family and he just... He doesn't have the same loyalty to his blood family that he does in the regular show, which doesn't make any sense. Also, can you believe that they cussed in the regular show? (laughs) Yeah, they did. That was fun. Um, They said piss. They said piss. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, because Mordecai was like, you just pissed me off. Though they later, like, uh, censored that in future episodes. Like, I think they redubbed it or something. Like in future but, airings of the episode. Sorry. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. But, um, but he did yeah, say the, piss. Uh, but yeah, I think. I know, but yeah, I want Jon Snow and Sam to love each other. I was going to say um, John, John and the big beardy redhead guy. Oh, yeah. As a fling, as a fling instead, of, instead of what's her name? Instead of Egret? Oh, ha- yeah. Have Torin, Although... Torin Giant Spain or whatever. The huge redhead. Yeah, he was, he was fun. I like the idea of them. That's how they like bond. Yeah. And it's not like they're not like in love. They just like they, they're just they're fighting. Maybe they're just like fighting and they just get so buoyed up by fighting that they're like, let's fuck. And then they do it. And, and then it's just like this and then, really like, aggressive. Cut, just, smash yeah, cut to just, the next morning and they're like, so that happened. They're like, that happened. No, yeah. And then John's like, John's like holding the blankets over his chest, like, like smiling, like, wow. And, and he's like, you know, for a Southern boy, you're not so bad. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. You know, and, and they become best friends after that. Yeah, they don't even like, yeah. stay they're best, lovers. They're, they're, just, they're just friends. They just who respect that each other time. more. Mm-hmm. It just, oh, yeah. That would be so wholesome and powerful. It's like such that. a boy moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then John gets to kind of help be that for Sam. Bro, is it, he, is he it gets gay to, help to have violent sex with with your enemy? Absolutely, <laughs> and it's so good. <laughs> God, that's so that's that's the best thing I could possibly imagine for Jon Snow. <laughs> it's just this just amazing just moment where they're like fighting and they like they're arguing about the fate of how we're supposed to stop the white walkers and then they just kiss and they just go to town at each other yes or maybe they're freezing and that's when they're like they're they're just trying to figure because that's how it happened with egret and they were like freezing how do we not freeze to death let's get fucking hell yeah i like this this is powerful this is really powerful and really gay. This is oh. the gritty fantasy that that the world needs. Absolutely. <laughs> and now I also want we we now uh, content warning, mm-hmm. but uh, sexual assault is a major thing in this show. Mm. Too much, I would say. Mm. And my my issue is not that it is used as a plot device because to portray a gritty reality like this mm-hmm. in a time like you know in a, in a culture that sees women as you know a commodity like that mm-hmm. 
it's a reality that would be have to be grappled with if you're going to do it. I don't think it should be shown. And because yeah, in showing it definitely. and going into detail about it, it's like it titillating. Is, I don't like it's, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fetishizing the act, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think we should. We it can happen, but it should happen off screen, and it should be horrifying, and, and it should be and, horrifying, and not horny. It should be like made sure that this is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all cinematography, all framing, everything, all the writing, acting, everything should I, show it as terrible. I, I don't know if this is true, but I did hear that there is one character who did the sexual assault, but then they ended up liking each other, so it's okay. And that's not how real life works. Nope. Absolutely. Yeah, That that's Daenerys. That was her whole thing. That's how oh, you God, get in yeah. abusive I, relationships. I do sucks. have to say, I do have to say, credit to the actual filmmakers uh. in specifically Daenerys uh, and specifically her, like, in that acting scene you know time because (laughs) they would shoot these sexual assault scenes and it was very 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 like you have to get in a very dark headspace as an actress to like Mm -hmm. make that happen Mm -hmm. and they had from my understanding and this i could be misinformed but i was told by some of the people in when i was studying film Mm -hmm. that they had a an on-set therapist um and would oh yeah, that's after... not that's not a weird thing at all. Yeah, that's, yeah that's they would all, when they... you're portraying dark shit like that. Yeah, they had an onset therapist, and they would as soon as they cut, they would separate the two actors um, mm-hmm. immediately, like no words spoken between them, so that like they didn't have to like look each other in the eye, and they would individually get debriefed on mm-hmm. like what just happened, bring them back to reality, tell them that they're safe, you know, you know, clothe them up, wrap them up, make sure they're okay with people that they trust. And then they would bring the two actors back together and the, you know, assailant, the one playing mm-hmm. the assailant would, you know, be like, hey, are you okay? I, you know, that's not how I see you. I would never do that to you. And like reaffirming that they're safe with one another. And it was, yeah. they, they took very good care of them psychologically, which credit to the filmmakers for making that happen. because most yeah. people in film did not do that for a very long time. Yeah, I'm really glad um, to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's definitely in on <laughs> as we are coming up with this, definitely any anything that happens in those lines, we are going to follow those practices as well in the making of this show that we're coming Thing up is, with right though, now. Is that, I don't know if I wanna give credit to the filmmakers about that though, because that's not something that they chose to do it was something that they had to do yes like it's 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 one of the things where you have to do it and you get in a shit ton of trouble if you don't yeah so and so i just yeah i i think i think it's worth noting that like it is it is important to bring up that that happens and that that is how (laughs) things should be should be yeah. yeah um you know and i think it's unfortunately worth noting that people follow those uh those protocols because it doesn't happen as often as it should mm-hmm. so yeah we could always do the artful okay. cutaways too whenever that content was around we can always do the uh like don't show any of it and let the terror kind of exist in the peripheries because i think it's yeah. much yeah, more powerful and potent like, that way mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot what of the time seen. the thing mm-hmm. is is that a lot of times it's scarier when you don't see it anyway mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. and seeing the aftermath literally the, effects the on only reason yeah. why people tend to show it is so that so that the audience can get titillated which is fucking disgusting uh-huh. yeah i think another great aspect would be 
you know, just as from a filmmaker's perspective, you know, what little I know about it, I think mm -hmm. a great way to show it would be, you know, it starts to happen, then we cut to the hallway outside and we see maybe a shadow through the doorway and hear something and then cut. You know, like it's, it's, it is being shown as something like, it's being framed the same way you would frame a murder in a thriller, yeah. you know, like Psycho. You know, it's mm -hmm. not, we don't see the knife, like, you know, going in and like the whole shot, like it's it's broken into pieces so that each individual terrifying element is, you know, highlighted for its horror and mm -hmm. the uncertainty and the, the fear and the cloudiness of the emotional experience mm -hmm. is highlighted more than the sexuality of it. Mm -hmm. um, because this is like the way they do it now as is, is as if it was the psycho shower scene, but it was framed like a soft core porn where it's yeah. like, ooh, she's naked in the shower and then the knife is penetrating her. Like it's gross. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really gross. Well, here's, it, a, here's an alternative pitch. What if mm, it was mm -hmm. a loving relationship and this was Danny's way of getting out of the whole weird abusive, like she's used to being abused by people like her brother and mm -hmm. whatever. And this is like the first loving relationship she's been in. It's just like culturally different and she's uncomfortable about some things. Like maybe they're more open about sexuality. Maybe there's like an orgy or something and she's uncomfortable about it. So you still have that element of like she's out of her element. She's she's like grappling with some stuff about herself or whatever. But we don't have the, I don't know. It. Wait, yeah, is, the, Danny, is Danny the dragon lady? That's dragon lady. Yeah. 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 And Dude, when I was like when I was like six, I had an OC named Danny who was like half dragon. Oh, whoa, cool. Did I predict Game of Thrones? You, you, you made did. Game of Thrones. And Game, George R. Your, R. 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 What was it? George R. 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 Steal my character. Yeah. One of the R's in that is stands for red. Um, <laughs> it's a homage. <laughs> it's a homage. Um, but yeah, no, the. Like fucking the... big fat liar. I gotta track down George R. R. Martin. Make him, <laughs> make him a blue man. Make him a blue man, and then he'll regret his spaghetti. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I like that idea, Dana, a lot of like, have it be a sort of culture shock of mm -hmm. like, I'm not used to people being this like openly sexual. And the other thing is mm -hmm. Daenerys Targaryen, upon entering into this relationship as a, what was she, 14? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think maybe instead of having the barbarians be like, uh, I don't care what how old you are. I'm still gonna have sex with you. Maybe they're like, hey, the fact that your brother sold us to, sold you to us as a 14 year old to be our like sex slave is really kind of fucked up. And we as as a people from a different culture who have a different respect and reverence for sex aren't going to violate you. And we're gonna let you grow up and make your own decisions. How about they're that? They're like they're like the barbarians from Tangled. <laughs> Yeah, where they're like actually kind of chill and mm -hmm. civil, and like in a in in this aspect more advanced than the like they're. Yeah, it's something that never gets talked about, and this is just me as a historian the now. Barbarian speaking. cultures in fiction are always so not like uh, like uh, other cultures that are like outside of the European uh, domain or whatever. Like yeah, it's so it, there's so many different like cultural values. It oh gosh. It, it varies. It's like it's mm. like different intelligences. There are different sort of civilized diseases. Mm -hmm. You know, like the whereas like in Rome and Greece, like there they were very uncivilized in relationships between, you know, 
older men and young boys. They were very uncivilized in that regard. And that's a relationship that would not have happened in certain Celtic tribes. And they would have seen that as disgusting and like against nature and which it is. And so, you know, I, I feel like having that sort of contrast is a bit more historically accurate to back when dragons were around mm-hmm. is, you know, yeah, back we, then, back then is having these barbarian tribes be treated as though they understand the like the value and currency of a human being and being like why would you sell a human being what the fuck is wrong with you yeah cuz barbarians were a lot more chill than people tend to give them credit for yeah mm-hmm. wasn't like like genghis khan's whole like whole like crew actually pretty solid to each other if i uh, remember to each other about yeah that? Yeah, to each um, other, not to other people. They were really awful to other people. Yeah, they they were very um, like tribally and racially motivated. So like to other Mongolians and other people in their imperial like like racial identity, they were like mad chill and almost democratic in certain ways. But like the people they were, you know, going to uh, to conquer and to um, Pillage is the wrong word. The outgrowth. According to their culture, they didn't they didn't grow anything. The way they got food was by taking it. Yeah. And that just was normal to them. It wasn't seen as like evil and sadistic. It's just how they did things. Mm-hmm. And it's just culturally different. And they saw them as like resources. And so they would treat them very differently from how they would treat one another because of their own it's complicated, yeah, and I'm yeah, not a yeah. I'm not a Far Eastern historian. Uh, I'm an American historian. So as, as yeah, an anthropology like, dropout, imagine that. Except they 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 treat yeah. everyone like that, not just yeah. not mm-hmm. just each other. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be nice so, to see. It'd be nice to see this contrast between the the expectations of the barbarian people or whatever from the from mm-hmm. the you know the fancy Valyrian Empire former Empire people who the world mm-hmm. owes allegiance to and all that, and they come yeah. up to these barbarians and the barbarians are like, "You got some fucked up ideas, bro." Yeah. What, yeah. what are they teaching you out in Westeros, G? Yeah. So I, I'd like to see that. I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And that's in the spinoff series. That's in Game of Thrones 2, Daenerys... Uh, <laughs> Targaryen... Targaryen Blues Boogaloo. <laughs> no, it has, to be, it has to be Secret of the Use. There's no more electric boogaloo, remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's Game of Thrones 2, Dragon Ooze... <laughs> The secret of the dragon ooze. The secret of the dragon ooze. <laughs> there we go. So what was the first one? Is Game of Thrones uh, the Royal Boys or something? Yes, that's it. Game of Thrones Royal won boys. the Royal Boys. <laughs> and Game of Thrones 2, Dragons and the Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> a song of the secret of the ooze. <laughs> a song of ooze. Here we go. A song, a song of ice and ooze. Oh, a ooze song and... of ice and ooze. ooze I and love fire? it. I don't know. Song of Ooze and Fire. <laughs> Song of Ooze and Booze. Song of Ooze and Boobs. Here we go. Perfect. Found boobs. it. I, there's I like 17. Saying, there's 17 I was subtitles. Booze, but you know what? Ooh, boobs works better. This is a very boobs forward show. Well, I will I say guess. so, yeah. It's a can, very can, boobs can this, positive show. Can this be the first TV show to free the nipple? Can That'd we free the cool. nipple? Can we also, here's my thing. Mm. Can this be the first show where we free the D? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, let's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. free yeah, them yeah, both. Yeah. 
let's let's the whole thing let's the whole nine let's fucking change the fcc's rules on like what a what a m-rated show has to be and like this show has boobs and the d and like there are people who just walk around with the 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 floppy d just around yeah just having it just there that 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 was accurate to to past times matter of fact Mm -hmm. uh in in japan uh they like didn't even realize well, I don't want to say didn't even realize. They didn't think to even worry about covering up their boobs until a bunch of white traders came over and was like, hey, you can't do that. And they you were can, like, well, your boobs are out. Well, well, fuck, I guess, I guess, I guess I gotta do this so I can fucking trade. God damn it. With these Dutch guys. Then they also had these, like, porn scrolls. It was actually really interesting how sex-positive Japan used to be, especially in comparison to nowadays, where, Mm. like, even actual literal porn is still censored. Mm. Yeah, that's very interesting. I never heard that. That's cool. I I want... Yeah, this is going to be a very sex-positive show. We're going to have a lot more people of color. The second second series with Danny is going to be... Pretty much entirely people of color. Also, it's not. Yes. There's gonna be like one yes. white dude that shows up, and you're like, "Oh, Jor-El you Mormon. must be from West." The white guy. Yeah, Jarrell Mormon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's not gonna try to fuck Danny. Hell because, yes, thank you. Because dad things are. That's how okay, about George. how about he's just a cool guy who who is yeah. trying to make amends for his past slaving, which is his whole story. Yeah, yeah. how about he's and, just a cool guy? Can we just do a that, cool please? Guy. What if Can he is? Do that? I'm fine with him being a father figure too. Yeah, like yeah, that's what I mean. I'm really. In, I liked that relationship mm-hmm. of like he's like I want to be your dad. I want to. I want to be your. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he fuck Danny and then say that he wanted to be her dad? There was no fucking. He's, as no, he I said know. I want to be your dad, and then he fucked a Danny. Um, I don't think they fucked, did they? They didn't fuck, but Thank they kissed, God. and he wanted to fuck her. Um, oh, I didn't see that part of the was, show. I'm glad. Yeah. It was a very what? bad plot line of it's in the books too. Um, well, he's, he's horny for her, but it's a, yeah. it's kind of cast as gross, and he's sort of yeah. a gross guy. He used to be a slave yeah. trader. Hey George. He's, hey George. Yeah. Hey George. Hey hey George. What yeah, the right? fuck? What the fuck, dog? Yeah, what the fuck, I. George? I think I think I want him to not be gross. I think he should yeah. be just like a guy who did some gross shit, mm-hmm. and now he's trying to like make amends for that. And Mm -hmm, he's going to be, and then in order to make amends for that, he just finds this kind of like wayward, you know, queen who is trying to do what she thinks is best. And he's like, you lost everything in your whole life. And I, he lost everything in his whole life too. I lost everything in my whole life too. And I'm old and, you know, I'm just looking for someone to serve as like a knight and, you know, as a mentor. And so, and then he just kind of like becomes like a dad a little bit and then he's and that's can and we, that's cool can we have more characters that are just like they're just a cool dude mm-hmm. and that's yeah, it they're just kind of a cool they guy who did to, some bad they don't shit don't have to rape anyone remove or the horny from 50 percent of the characters heads on pikes and shit or feed yeah. feed someone to someone else like just now they're just they're just a cool dude 50 percent less want, horny i do want uh i want to explore varus I want to explore Varys with you because Varys is the closest we came to like very powerful gay representation Mm -hmm. in a major show. And he was not, he was not handled well. 
and yeah. that sounds about right. Good because at first. he was he was a eunuch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's but he was a eunuch against his will because of some like wizard, like took mm-hmm. his his yep. genitalia and sacrificed it to a demon Wait, or something. Just, there's just wizards there, There's now? dong-stealing wizards. There's dong-stealing <laughs> wizards, dog. And can we, can so... we keep the dong-stealing wizards? Because I <laughs> Absolutely. do like that. Dong-stealing wizards, for sure. Right. And I think look one out, of them winds up working for Danny. <laughs> one of them winds up working for Danny, oh, and that's part of, them, of her, like... One of them is like a Robin Hood dong-stealer who takes dongs from <laughs> closeted trans girls and gives them to closeted <laughs> trans boys. Yes! This is the truth. This is the truth. We have all been dying to, to to get on film. I, I, I agree with this sentiment of of more dong stealing wizards. However, there is a dong stealing wizard in the thing. They stole, they stole Varys's dong, and then Varys is like real shit about it. And and Varys, Varys is the closest to like a just queen that we get in the show like just a big bombastic because Varys is shady is all fucking get out and like he always I knows want what's a- going on he's always yeah. got stuff and he's incredibly powerful in this really subtle like soft power way it's and he's so also good. friends he's friends with a lot of children and mm. it, he never hurts them yeah well, I guess that's never I was yeah. when you started that sentence. I got very worried. I, I won't yes, lie. he's friends with a lot of children, and a lot of people accuse him of doing what it seems like he would be doing, but he's not. He's just because he was in a bad like, position when he was a kid, and he's like, I get yeah. it. These and are all so urchins that help society. Kids. Yeah, these are urchins that yeah. society cast aside, and he's like, I'm gonna give you a role as like my secret spy, my little birds or whatever. And, yeah, my little birds, yeah. and that's cute. Yeah, and like, I just I, I want. Here's the thing. I want all the slimy, gross people in the show to be framed as slimy and gross all the time. Yeah. Because they keep framing slimy, gross people like Littlefinger as these handsome, powerful guys. And like, no, he should be slimy. And then the nice guys should be framed as like nicer people who are okay. And like, like Jor-El should be framed as like dad. And they do frame him as dad. But then they start framing him as daddy, and that's not okay. Mm, I don't like that one little, little bit. Nope. And so, and then they keep framing Varys as slimy, when Varys is actually, like, kind of a chill dude. He's a stand-up person. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, why can't we have just a chill... Why can't we just have a chill gay person? Maybe even, like, maybe they kind of discovered over time Mm -hmm. that, like... After they were, you know, made a eunuch, they were like, well, you know, I didn't really like being a man. And I also don't like the idea of being a woman. Maybe now that I'm like, I was physically kind of modified to be neither a man or a woman. I also realized I kind of don't want to be a man or a woman because they all kind of (laughs) suck. You know, maybe. I can, I can, I, I'm, I I'm a little that, that that has some kind of worrying the, implications. So. Yeah. Factor yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As, a, just, as a way wanna... as a way of realizing something about about their self, I could maybe see that, but it's complicated. I definitely. It, yeah. yeah. It is. It's complicated. It, mm-hmm. We would it, need another NB person in the show to sort of yeah to yeah. sort of balance it out if Which, we were to have that. Maybe the Dornish people have different ideas of gender because they do right now. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have different ideas of gender, and maybe they just have 
more gender variant people. And that's part of why the Westerosi look down on them. Yeah. No, I could totally you see know? that. Yeah. Cause that's sort and of, and then we can bring Dornish it. people in and make <laughs> them hear more. Mm-hmm. I yeah. wish they were, they were more in the books and I think the later books yeah. are going to focus on them more. Cause they're the only ones with any power anymore, but yeah. they're like, everybody else kind of fucked up, but, but yeah. And I liked the little bits that we kind of get where it's like, yeah, the, the sand snakes or whatever, Mm-hmm. And I mostly know them through the books too, so I don't know if they get really shitty representation in the in the in the show. But they're really they're really cool, and I like that there was a little bit of exploring how they kind of defy the gender roles in Westerosi society or whatever. So I can yeah. totally but I bet see. the show didn't talk about it at all, did they? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, kinda. They they're like, oh, they're women, but they also fight, and that makes them not women. So like, it's not great. Oh, uh, that's that's not how that works. It's there, and they're also like really loose sexually, and like, mm. oh, they think bastards are cool because they're a product of passion, and like, it's very, it's very fetishizing other cultures, and like, it's. I think what we should have is I'm not okay with that. What it, I mean, like, there's also the there's many many cultures in this world that have third genders mm. and fourth genders and things like that, mm-hmm. where maybe we can put that in. Because we're making up cultures. That's the yeah, thing about this. Yeah, it's a fantasy world. This ain't real life. We can <laughs> so, do what like, we want. We can not only have NB people who are just, like, around and, we like, part of it. We can have fantasy genders. Like, Fuck maybe Arya is kind of an NB. Because she is kind of an NB in the show. Yeah. But it's not explicitly spoken. Because well, she's yeah. like, I don't want to be a lady. But I don't want you to treat me like I'm a man. <laughs> she defies, like, the role that she's given. And she, and she like, um, she presents as a boy for a long time, too. It's mm-hmm. true, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. she doesn't like being treated that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. she finds somewhere in between. And mm-hmm. that's her presentation for the rest do, of the show. I do love how there a lot of fantasy stories see, tend to do this where they're def, they're written by people who definitely aren't okay with, with trans people just kind of being, but they mm-hmm. also are so... They are like, this female character wants to be a man because she doesn't want to be weak like a girl is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they end up being so misogynistic that they accidentally write a character that is definitely closeted trans. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oops. They- what? It's very Oopsie funny. Daisy. Oops, I did. I accidentally did a. We did I did ally. a. I did a bad so good that I did a good so bad. <laughs> um, oopsie. Oopsie. Yeah, I like the idea of Arya being oops, a main character who is non-binary. Well, that's the whole faceless man thing too, right? Like shifting mm-hmm. your identity, changing. I like the whole spy master thing. Like being able to yeah. like even change form and stuff is really kind of a cool. That's a cool yeah. way to go with that. I think. Or maybe she's agender. You know, like maybe she or just fluid doesn't. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah fluid. Yeah. yeah, fluid. Oh yeah, let's get some fluid representation. Yeah, up in let's this get biz. some fluid people in here. Yeah, absolutely. And then we can have. Can we and then the people have, beyond the like, wall might have a third gender, or maybe they have some non-binary folk. Mm-hmm. Maybe Egret's non-binary. Well, they basically but don't she presents have, very feminine, and John have, is like yeah. confused by it. They basically can don't have gender roles. Like elves and orcs and shit and other fantasy races, because it's so boring when they don't. Like yeah. Humans are lame. I want cool lizard girl. Mm. So There are cool lizard girl in, in Game of Thrones. We don't see oh. them, though. Oh. They're in the extended lore. See, I was almost interested in Game of Thrones for, for, <laughs> for, for just a second. So cool, Which, cool dragon lady isn't, isn't enough. Gotta be lizard. Well, if she so, can give birth to dragons, then why can't she also have like dragon horns and cool shit like that? That's a good, very good point. Why does she have to be a normal point. lady? 
That's who a also very gives good birth point. to dragons. Why can't she be like cool dragon lady? Well, literal so, dragon lady. Literal the, the, a literal dragon lady. The biggest problem most fans of the like books and stuff I've seen have with the show is that there are these really crazy cool places in the world of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. that we just don't hear about or see unless George R. R. Martin is like, oh yeah, sure, behind the behind the mountains there's like centaurs. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like there's this whole zone in George. Essos where you like there's a whole section of this continent that is beyond the mountains in the middle of it. Sort of like the equivalent of hey, it's the train. Um train. sort of like the equivalent of like the Ural Mountains in in Europe and Russia. And so there's just like this whole zone of like crazy stuff and there's like dragon people and like sea dragons and so like George you know, was he said that they exist but he never actually showed them. So I think in the spin-off series Game of Thrones what the 2 fuck, a song of a song of ooze and boobs um <laughs> with Danny we explore all of Essos, you know? We Maybe we go further and we find some new people and she recruits all of these different kinds of people to her cause. And so when she goes to invade uh, Westeros at the end of Game of Thrones 1, Royal Boys, there's like armies of like orcs and centaurs being ridden by fucking, you know, beautiful like lizard women with bows and arrows. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And that's part of the the surprise of it is then we go and meet who those people were. You know what's another thing? You know what's another thing? People should be discovering shit. Yeah. There shouldn't just be, oh, we know all the lands and where everything is. People should still be, like, discovering shit. Like, imagine yeah. they're, like, sailing off and they find an island full of hot lizard girls. Yes, please. Again, you, you raise a very compelling point. Because <laughs> that's what's and they cool do about have to be stuff hot, that yes? takes place in, like, older fantasy stuff. That history is changing and, like... <gasps> Oh my god, have you seen, like, the shitty maps from, like, Mm -hmm. before people had them all figured out? The whales are amazing. Oh, 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 sounds like haley has got something. Okay, Haley, go. (laughs) The lizard women. They're all women, but they both, they're, they have both, they're both, they're, they're, because they're lizards. Oh yeah, you totally get that lizards. And they can change their own sex to, to reproduce with one another. Gender fluid lizard Gender fluid lizard lizard (laughs) lesbians. Gender, I can't, I can't slam my table, but gender fluid lizard girls. Gender fluid lizard girls is the name of the third book. (laughs) Game of Thrones 3, gender fluid lizard girls. And it's, it's all about the hound, Brienne, and Arya going to explore this lizard world. It's just a fun side story where they go to lizard girl island. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like it, like it was, so like, Old historic maps are just hilariously shitty, right? Mm-hmm. But so, how cool would it be if there were were characters that were making these shitty maps and they get updated as the series continues and they learn more about what they're doing? Like the whole intro sequence where it shows the whole map and it shows you all the different places. It's just a really yeah, shitty map. map that's getting better <laughs> yeah. over time. Oh, yeah. that's cool! Wait, that's awesome. <laughs> Cause that's like yeah. cool shit. That's that's yeah. what I I usually don't. This is why I'm more of a sci-fi kind of person. I don't mm-hmm. like stuff that looks back very often. But the prospect of characters discovering new locations is very very cool. Yeah. 
well, that's kind of how they ended Arya's story in the show mm-hmm. is she's like, what's west of Westeros? And so she's like, everyone was like, oh, no, Arya's fucking Christopher Columbus. Cool, whatever. Um, no, but like, Arya is Leif Erikson because it sounds like she's actually going to do something. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I think that's a cool concept and that's something I want to see happen is like, yeah, I want to see what else is in this world. Because if it's a fan, because what if it's if more it's a lizard fantasy women? World, then why are we focusing on this one part of it and That's not the, all of the cool yeah. shit? What if it's just me. an island of cat girls so. that can just be there? An island of little of little little kitty goils. Little little kitty goils, so and saying, they hmm. and the, they just hmm. they like I don't know they lay eggs or something. Who knows? <laughs> So for the third one, it's all just Arya and and Daenerys's adventures on the islands of of cat girls and lizard ladies. Yeah, it's oh one my god, story arc where they're pirates and they're and it's fucking it's now One Piece and they're just exploring and discovering. <laughs> they're just cool dragon shit. pirates, and they have just ships pirates. and also a dragon. And Danny rides the dragon. And Arya sails the ship, and it's just, like, this huge anime sequence in the beginning where, like, the dragon (laughs) swoops out of the sky and then, like, blows wind, and it pushes the ship, and it's just fucking the awesome metal music playing in the background, and Arya has a glint in her eye as she looks forward, and we see the reflection of an island in the distance, and it's just like, what will they discover next? That does bring up another point. Mm-hmm. I think I think this show should be animated. It should be like Castlevania, like the Castlevania yeah. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now and then we can I have am biased. Uh, don't um, worry, I'm very biased, but I do think that this would be very cool if it were animated. Well, why can't we like transition between mediums, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what if the first series is live action? Yeah. And then the like, second the mediums series change depending on the focus. Yeah, and then the second series is also live action because it happens concurrently. And then but then we the could third do, series, like, those, those like those weird like Marvel like DC movies that they do on the side where you just see all these cool side Wars. stories happening in this. Yeah, or Clone <laughs> Wars where you see the stuff that's also happening in this world. Yeah, and like we just get a better understanding of the the world we're in through this like different animation studio, you know, this different style of of storytelling because this third one is all about like exploring the possibilities of the world and stuff. And so why limit ourselves with what we can yeah, film we, on we camera? Could go, we could go crazy with mediums. <laughs> there could be like Vibio games that are good. There, there could be... <laughs> go figure. There could be an wow. RPG. Like an yeah. official RPG. There could be an official RPG. There could be comics. There could be like cartoon shows and like live oh, yeah. action shows and shit. There could Absolutely. be like movies. And all of these are their own self-contained stories. We can release just like taking place within the same universe, so that way anyone can just hop in to whichever one, and they don't have to worry. Like there'll be stuff there for people who mm-hmm. are in on all the lore, but if they're not, they can still totally get what's going on. And then we can also release like albums of music that like are reflective yes! of the different oh my cultures, God, that's so and we can cool. hire ethnomusicologists to like invent yes. new styles and new cultures of music. That would be so fucking good, dude. Cool. And that yeah, because like. If this show is, obs- is as obsessed with world building yeah. as its fans think it is, why don't we fucking, let's build this fucking <laughs> world. Let's just go. If that's what people want, let's just go and go yeah. fucking ham. Go let's stupid. Just, go feral. Let's just go hog wild. Just, why not? Just you go know? 
Pog. Wild. Just go to the just go to the CCs and slam some fucking za. Just make it happen, you know. And that's yeah. what I want to see. I want to see from this is just. I want. You know what I want. What do you want? What do you want, Haley? I want some fucking creativity. You know why it gotta be swords? Yeah. What's the Valerian steel? Why is it important? Can it be magic? Can it shoot laser beams? Probably. Who knows? Why not? Why not maces? Why not swords, maces? Swords weren't even used in the way that they're often portrayed in TV. They weren't like, oh, let me let me dance around you with my fancy little sword. They were used like clubs. Mm -hmm. They're like why, pointy why, clubs. Why? Why? If there's dong stealing wizards, mm -hmm. why aren't there other wizards? There should be yeah. more wizards. They don't all there have to steal body wizards, parts, but wizards. there should be more wizards. No, I mean, there's dong stealing wizards. What if there's like, what if How there's, the magic what if there's work titty in this... stealing wizards? How does the magic work in this world? Where's the magic system? Is it just dong stealing wizards? Is it just dong ladies? stealing wizards or red people? It's like, mostly is... like if they steal blood from kings and I don't know, it's all weird. Yeah, they steal blood from kings in leeches and then burn them to make things happen. Oh, um, that's 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 very uh, hmm. That's that yeah, that sounds kind of eugenicsy. It does. It's kind of got so, a weird aspect to it, right there. Yeah. So like, why can't we have like, if there's lizard women, maybe we have like the lizards have their own kind of magic, and maybe mm. each individual like culture's magic is like tied to their own like land and mm. the connection they yeah, have with like, that what and if, maybe like 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 magic is, is a yeah magic is like a hard and fast system mm. but each different culture has a different way of like interpreting it and making it work and for accessing them. it mm. and i think it should be tied to their land yes and their definitely. home and that's yes. why because the westerosis are all there there are the the, the first men yeah. who came there and then there are the uh, Angles, I think they're called. And they are, they're colonists. They were colonizers. Mm -hmm. And they came and they colonized the native population who had magic, the, the, the children of the forest. Mm -hmm. And they were magical people. They were like little sprites. They were like wood woodland folk. They I looked like that. tree, everything, tree everything I'm hearing about this makes it sound like George was just like, yeah, there's all this cool shit. It's just not here. It's not here right now. It's I, gone. I think he was it's, trying to save it for like the big moments, but I wish there was just more time lame. with it. That's well, lame. Well, Let the, me yeah. tell you the something. One thing, oh, yeah. That's fucking lame. Don't save everything. Mm -hmm. This is a little writing advice from me to you. Mm -hmm. From me to George. you. <laughs> from me to, to the audience and also to fucking George. Uh, don't be like, oh, I'm going to pour everything into this one big moment and the readers are going to be so surprised and shocked and oh boy. You gotta actually make it work, like, to the pacing of the story. Like, Hank yeah. didn't learn about the fucking comet until episode 9. Like, because mm. they took their time letting the audience get to know the characters and shit. Yeah, mm. like, the kid, the youngest Stark kid, he mm -hmm. gets sent to an island with unicorns and shit on it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. in the fucking show, Sam is like, oh, there's unicorns there. 
We that don't see like a, unicorns. That sounds like a Chekhov's gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't like see unicorns in the show. Like someone's going to show up on a unicorn yeah. and save no, the world. One thing but about... No, they're just yeah. like, hey, there's just unicorns and just don't worry about one it. One thing about the books, Arya's dire wolf never like gets killed. Uh, in the shows, I think she just disappears. She never, Her wolf never shows up again. Yeah. But in the books, her dire wolf goes off and recruits an army of wild animals and like fantasy yeah, critters. Awesome. And they're fighting like they're supposed to like fight the Lannisters and they ambush. They're like this intelligent wolf art led led army that's like doing all this shit that There's the people aren't doing. There's intelligent wolves. That's so yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. There's intelligent it's giant really wolves. Cool. And that's this so the cool. dire wolves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're all they're like all soul linked to their respective mm-hmm. Stark child. George, and, like, if you have all these cool ideas, then why aren't you <laughs> letting us see them? It's the dumbest thing in the whole world, I know. And so, like, why can't... That's the, But that's the idea, though, mm-hmm. right? Is that there are the children of the forest, and they have magic that's linked to Westeros. And it's through the, like, elder trees or whatever, the mm-hmm. ancestor trees and the, weird and the weirwoods. Woods. Yeah. And, um, like, it's connected with all of this land that's there, and they have an access to it. And the lizard ladies have their access, and the Dothraki have their access, and everybody oh, has man. their own. What if, what if there were like, what if there were like, like living land masses and shit, like people living on like the backs of giant monsters or like inside them, like, yeah. like how bacteria or those or those like <laughs> what if what if the reason relationships? What if the reason the Valerian Empire fell is because it was built on the back of a giant dragon who woke up one day and realized, oh shit, there's a whole city on me and just flew away. Just kind of rolled that over. That would be just like did a little shake like a dog. Did a little shaky they, shake and it killed everybody the and then just left. The doom yeah. of Valeria was just a dragon waking up and moving. That, yeah. That would be that's, so cool though because it's like, oh, we are insignificant like, toward mm-hmm. the powers of nature and thus we yeah, shouldn't like be cosmic killing our planet. Mm-hmm. It's cosmic and then, horror, but, and it also feeds into the theme because it's like, hey, if we if we mess with the planet, we're only fucking ourselves over. Yeah, and that's the other thing is well, what what I keep trying to say is the um, the humans in Westeros, the like the normal folk who are just like, you know, there the, the ones that are the, the whole show yeah. has been about. Yeah, they don't have any magic because that's not their land. They're colonizers, and then it's a message about that's colonialism, cool. and mm-hmm. like. Connection and to your shady. land and, and, and displacing native people. Colonizers yeah. like heroes because they're they were very shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a bit of a decolonization narrative, but it's pretty. Yeah, they don't do a good job, and they kind of have that no. whole white savior thing with Daenerys too. Like, oh, I'm the I'm the white person from across the ocean who's gonna like you fix all your city's problems. She causes yeah, more problems it's... though, which is the one good thing. Like, she actually does more problems because she doesn't understand the culture she's working with. Which well, then yeah. I guess that wouldn't that okay. be like a critique of the white savior thing yeah, yeah. though? Like, hey, mm-hmm. this yeah. is why that wouldn't work. It felt kind of yeah. like it was trying to have its cake and eat it too. Like it was doing mm. the white savior thing, but also critiquing it. So I'm not 100 sure how to read it yet. Yeah, okay. it's but a little yeah. complex. But yeah, it's it's, it's, um, it's hard to tell what they're going for when mm-hmm. they don't believe in themes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to believe in anything when you don't believe in anything. When everything is for eighth grade book reports. If you stand for nothing, George, what will well, actually not George? I, I'll blame the showrunners because yeah, I bet D&D. George has some kind of idea. He just has too many ideas. Is his problem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has too many ideas, and he doesn't want to show anybody any of them. <laughs> and that's that's. 
in ideal. Don't save ideas for later. Just do yeah. them when it feels appropriate. It does feel really cool when finally, like, the one, like, wildling person from far up north, like, wargs into a, a crow and starts harassing people. And, like, what the heck just happened? This crow is, like, doing people things. Oh, there's a person in this crow. And they just shot him with an arrow, so now he's permanently locked in the crow or whatever. Or, you know, when they do those kind of things when the magic does show up, it feels really cool. But I yeah. wish there was more of that. Mm-hmm. I really do. So yeah. yeah, I think we fleshing out a magic system that is like intrinsic to the different cultures mm-hmm. and is different between them and each one has their own kind of abilities because then we get into the kind of cool stuff of like, mm-hmm. you know, avatar stuff, you know, like where every culture has their own sort of mm-hmm. way of contacting their their land and like being mm-hmm. part of it you know being connected they, to their their they, ancestry yeah. they kind of sort of do that because they do have different magical traditions like there's the i think yeah. the dothraki have like those witches that they were like yeah. cursing danny at one point like you're never gonna have Wait, a kid but how much and... of this is in like yeah. the actual story though it is in the story it's yeah. it's like implied but it's mm-hmm. also in the show itself mm-hmm. they kind of make it seem like oh this is just like hocus pocus like it's mm-hmm. people believe that it exists, but it doesn't really exist, except where there's moments where it's like, wow, that was a big coincidence. And like mm-hmm. they, they kind of lean very heavily on the idea that there are people who strongly believe that they are magical and things happen that are kind of unbelievable. And maybe there is magic, but maybe there's not. And they kind of they kind of cop out and they're like they're trying to not they're trying to again, it's they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They wanna have a fantasy world with magic and stuff and wizards and dong stealing wizards, mm-hmm. but they also don't want to be too fantasy because then only because, nerds will because watch then it. Mr. fucking Danny D- reason haver is gonna <laughs> gonna gonna feel like isn't gonna want to believe in magic because this is not. He doesn't feel that sm- doesn't make him feel like a smart boy. Yeah. So that's that's the problem. And so I think this is since we're no longer trying to appeal to aggro fuckboys mm-hmm. uh, and just to nerds in the basement of convention rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and also think, specifically to me. And also <laughs> specifically, specifically to Red, to Red with yeah. the the island of the uh, of gender fluid <laughs> lizard girls. Yes. You can say that to the um, theme of te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. I just <laughs> gender, gender fluid, fluid lizard, lizard women. That's very good. Yep, gender we go. fluid lizard women. <laughs> lizard lizard. Game of Thrones two, two now. Secret of the ooze. <laughs> kind of works. Song of ooze and boobs. Mm-hmm. Ooze and boobs. Ooze and boobs. what if the ooze gives you boobs and that's a whole thing and then the dong stealing wizards are like a new layer (laughs) and thus a new road of possibilities has opened before us what if the ooze is able to capture the potential for boobs and so if you put it on a trans man who wants to get rid of their their breast tissue it absorbs the boob and then you put it on a trans woman and then it, it places boob potential in them. And it's like a it's like it's then it's you're just then is, it's is, just, is it just fantasy then it's just transdermal Yeah, then it's just transdermal progesterone cream. Just the fantasy fantasy hormones. Yeah, this is fantasy dong stealing wizard HRT Game of Thrones four 
<laughs> Game of Thrones 4, steal all the dogs. What if it's actually a misunderstanding? The dog-stealing wizards don't actually go out and search for dogs to steal. They're just, they're just like trans-positive wizards who help people out yeah. when they yeah, don't want a dog anymore. And that's what we don't find that out until the fourth series, but mm -hmm. that's because everyone's trans, like everyone's transphobic, and then they just think it's dong stealing wizards who are evil. But then mm -hmm. we find out that the dong stealing wizards were good all all along. Yeah, they they are actually they're actually they're actually like pretty chill. Maybe the real friends but were because the dongs. They're so yeah. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, it's all good. It was really shitty. The real friends are the dongs we stole. <laughs> we stole along the way. way. Well, I was just thinking, like, what if that's just, like, yeah, they're just, like, really, really trans-positive mm -hmm. wizards, and, like, they're vilified because of that, and so they're they're labeled as dong-stealing wizards. Yeah. When that's not all they do. <laughs> they also they have layers. give boob and take boob. And then there's and... the Our Dongs, Our Choice movement. Yes. Our Dongs, Our Choice. And then, of course, then there's... <laughs> But then there's groups of people who don't feel like they need uh, dong-stealing wizards to make them feel whole because they don't yes. experience dysphoria. Mm -hmm. And But yes. then the people who think that there are, uh, that you have to use a dong-stealing wizard in order to be considered trans are trans-magicalists. Yes, and see, our, second, our, our goal, our secondary goal of this episode is to make sure that we make every shitty person angry. So uh, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, you fucking, fucking... Whatever and Cersei is called. a turf. And C. <laughs> wow. That was good. Damn. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Good fucking stuff. Jesus. I love this show that we do because at the end of it, every time I'm like, so when does it come out? You know? <laughs> when do we get yeah. to see this happen? As soon as R R R what was his last name? Yeah. I forget. Rick R R R R R R That one. So as, soon as he gets his get his gets his button gear. So I, I I every every episode we've done, I'm hoping that there's like a really good fan fiction writer that wants to do this. I really hope that someday I'll be scrolling Ao3 and I'll get to see a dong of ooze and boobs. <laughs> a dong of ooze and boobs. Mm -hmm. That's that's the name. Mm -hmm. A dong of ooze and boobs. Yeah. Yes. Well done, everybody. Well done, everybody. Well Thank done, you, Dana. everybody. No problem. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. So, wow. uh, where can uh, where can listeners find you if they want to see your cool stuff? Um, well, I've got some stuff up on. I put uh, games and stories and stuff I've worked on up on itch.io at Gadget Patch. Um, I think mm -hmm. that's. I don't know the exact Ooh. URL off the top of my head, but I got you a big one. You can send it to on. me later, and I'll and I'll put it in the description. Sure, sure, will do. And I think I exist and on like Twitter and stuff too. Same name, our Gadget Patra DA hold. Yay! Yeah. Gadget Patra is in like Cleopatra. A Gadget Patch, just P A T C H. Oh. It's like Cabbage patch, patch, but it's a gadget. Got it. I I could have I could have looked at the screen and seen your name and been like ah. It I also am, is there. I am the one brain cell. <laughs> it's all good. Um. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah. Um, and also, I want to reiterate to everybody who's listening, you are feel free to do with this mm -hmm. property whatever you want. Anything and as you long want. as you credit it to um, the auteur we came up with, mm -hmm. in this case, it is Grick RR Reardon. And yeah, and that's going to be that. And then if you can also attribute it to the show itself, that would be nice. Yeah. 
And uh, if you have any questions, comments, I I'd love to do some like fan interaction stuff. Uh, yeah. You can uh, follow us at our Twitter or shoot us an email. I don't have the names off the top of my head, but they will be in the description. And, uh, oh. and yeah. thanks also to the Lunar Light Studio Network for having us mm -hmm. uh, as a part of their their grouping of shows. For other shows on the network, you can go to lunarlightstudio.com mm -hmm. uh, and see what we got going on there. Uh, I have a couple other shows, and there's a bunch of really good stuff. And it's all made by uh, queer folk and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and, and yeah, it's all very good. So please, uh, support us there. And, um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Hey Stews and, uh, red. Mm -hmm. Uh, red yeah. buddy. As I, I got a tweeter. And uh, I do stuff sometimes. I got a comic coming up. I don't know if that'll be out by the time that it's uh, that this episode is out or not. But if it is, I guess Heck. just look up Pulse on Webtoon, all all caps with an exclamation point at the end. Oh, and also, um, Red and I are. Uh, I'm DMing a, a D and D campaign on my Twitch that Red is mm -hmm. a part of. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm Doyle. Yes, and uh, we. Uh, it's a wonderful campaign that I've been writing for a while, and it also has lots of trans characters and and gay characters and fantasy. So if you like the ideas we came up with here, uh, the, you can come and get your fix of, of trans fantasy stuff and cool D&D uh, &D action over on my Twitch at twitch.tv slash heystews, spelled the same as my Twitter, and um, at, you know updates about when those streams are going to be happening is on my Twitter, but generally it's at Saturday nights at 8.30 p.m. we decided on. So, uh, Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah. 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 Well, this has been a... I can fix that, and uh, yeah, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Don't forget. Don't forget. Gotcha. Mm -hmm.